Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Everybody, it's 9:08 WTIC News Talk 1080. Wilmerati Show. Wilmerati, your host, Matt Sorois, our faithful, vigilant, well-prepared master of ceremonies, keeping the show on track. Uh, I hope you had uh, a good evening. Um, I I'll just tell you up front. I I'm not personally going to talk a lot about the State of the Union. I watched the State of the Union. Uh, I watched about three quarters of the State of the Union. And I'm very biased, of course. I I believe um, that this is the worst president of my lifetime. And I I first voted for, as a young man, my first time I could vote in election, I voted for Ronald Reagan. So it kind of tells you where my era is. Uh, I was was a little tiny kid when when John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, And so I've lived through all those, you know, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon. I've lived all through that stuff. Um, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, all those presidents, and this this by far the worst we've ever had. And I think what was reflected last night in in the State of the Union was was evident of that. So I, I'm horribly biased, and and so you know, there's not a lot of good things I have to. There's no good things I have to say about it. So I'll let you do that because this is all caller Wednesday, which means we have scheduled no. Outside guests, you are the guests. You are the honored guests, and we want to hear from you. And so um, we'll be taking your calls uh, all day. I may I may do some excerpts of the Republican response by Iowa Governor uh, Kim Reynolds. And I would say that in 14 minutes, Governor Reynolds pretty much dismantled the, uh, the very um, deficient weakened um, speech by the president. So we, we might look at that. We might we might consider that. But there's other things going on. We'll talk about other things. <clears throat> I've got a story to talk about for any of you in Wallingford. We're going to pray just a moment. Any of you in Wallingford, I've got a uh, – and if you're interested in high school sports across the board, if you're a high school sports person, particularly if you have a girl, a female in a high school sport, this will be of great importance to you, uh, and it's it's 
it's uh, the epicenter of this is my beloved Wallingford, Connecticut, and we'll talk about that today. Um, we also have a report that the Pfizer vaccine offers little or no protection against infection in children 5 to 11. Imagine that. So much to talk about. Uh, can you imagine Andrew Cuomo already mounting a comeback? It's true. Hard to believe. All right, listen, let's take a moment. Let's take a moment and uh, focus our thoughts for a minute before we get too far off the track here. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, um, creator of the universe, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you for uh, life today. Thank you for allowing me to wake up, allowing us to wake up on our own power. We didn't have to get jump-started. No one had to put paddles on us and kick us off. Or we just we just got up. We just woke up, and we started moving about and doing stuff. And So we're grateful for the gift, the precious gift of life. We're grateful for our families, our friends, associates, our neighbors, for the most part. <laughs> Um, thank you for uh, all that you bless us with, and we know all all good things come from you, and we want to acknowledge that. We do pray for uh, the situation in Ukraine. Uh, we pray, God, that you would confound the plans of the Russians. We pray you confound their weapons systems, that they would be they would be inoperative, or they would go off at the wrong time, not damaging any people or property in Ukraine. We pray um, that you would, in whatever way you see fit, and whether that's a, a, a gracious, merciful way or in a judgment way, that you would take care of Vladimir Putin. And uh, we pray for our first responders today, our police. We pray for, for protection for them. We pray for uh, nurses, doctors, uh, those that may still be sick or suffering from other illnesses beyond what we've struggled with for the last two years. We pray for healing for them. Uh, most of all, God, we, we just pray for supernatural wisdom, wisdom from above for our president and all of the folks in Washington, our, our governor, all the folks in Hartford, our local folks, just uh, wisdom, your wisdom, God. And uh, we thank you for the privilege of being on these air, the airwaves and be free today in this country. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen? Out there. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think Kim Reynolds' response um, um, just bold. I mean, clear, clear. I wouldn't say I mean, she wasn't mean. She was, she's a grandma. She wasn't mean. She wasn't disrespectful. Uh, she just, she just said it, and 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 she did. Amen. Um, she just did what she needed to do, and and uh, and grateful for that. But there's a lot of stuff going on, and so I, I will share this. I will share this because I spotted it this morning, and it's not my words. It's the words of others. The most infuriating part, I'll tell you most the infuriating part, and then I'm going to tell you the funniest part of the speech last night, and then it's all I'm going to offer unless you ask me. Uh, what was the most infuriating part of Joe Biden's State of the Union speech? This is from Matt Margolis of PJ Media, who is, who is classically funny. Um, the word is that Joe Biden had to rewrite the State of the Union scratched out dumpster fire speech because of the Ukraine conflict. You could tell. It was awkward, choppy, and it made me cringe at times. But perhaps the worst and most infuriating thing about the speech, aside from the blatant, this is, again, not my words, Matt Margolis, uh, aside from the blatant lies, which he did lie, so that's fine. Uh, Joe Biden was so desperate 
for a 9-11 anniversary photo op that he set an arbitrary date for withdrawing from Afghanistan without conditions for the Taliban, causing a disastrous evacuation, resulted in thousands of Americans being left behind and 13 U.S. service members being killed. Yet not a single word about it. Not a single word to honor those who died because of his incompetence. Kaylee, former Trump press secretary Kaylee McEnany tweeted, Biden should have paid tribute to the 13 fallen heroes in Afghanistan who lost their lives. Afghanistan only mentioned twice in the speech, each time providing him with an opportunity to discuss the withdrawal and honor those who paid the ultimate price while trying to evacuate citizens from the Kabul airport. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't say any of that. Uh, he, he did mention his late son, Bo, because that's what he does. Um you know, and, and I know I know that infuriates people if anyone says anything negative about Biden speaking about Bo. God forbid someone should, should say something. Um, how dare you? How dare you defy the rules of decorum here in this hallowed house? You ever watch Parliament in England? You ever watch? They're yelling at each other, screaming, order, order. <laughs> I mean, but freedom of speech, if you can say anything you want if you're a Democrat, but freedom of speech does not apply to Republicans. That's just the way it is. Let's, let's just embrace it. Joe Biden may not care about those who died because of his incompetence, but America does. He'll say his son Bo's name over and over and over, but he won't say the names of those who died because of his recklessness. Well, let's not forget who they are. Here's the names. And, and he lists them here. Uh, Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, Marine Corps Star Savage, uh, Johnny uh, Rosario Picardo, Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole G, Marine Corps Corporal Hope Hunter Lopez, Marine Corps Corporal Deegan Page, Marine Corps um, Captain, I'm sorry, Corporal Umberto Sanchez, Marine Corps Lance Corporal David Espinoza, Marine Corps, Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt, Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, Marine Corps Lance Corporal Karim Nikoi, Navy Hospital Maxton, Maxton Soviak, and Army Staff Sergeant Ryan uh, Nas. These, these are the names of the 13 people who died that the president did not feel was required to speak or even talk about. Um, that's it. I may say something about the, the response, the GOP response. I think, in fact... It's up. You can find it. It's up on YouTube. The the, the GOP response by Governor Kim Reynolds. Um, there was one point early that she, I think she said what really can sum up the entire painful Biden presidency at this point. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. And... Um, you know, I don't know what else we what else we we can say about it. But I'd like to hear from you today. I'd like to hear what you have to say about it. Did you listen to the speech? Did you see replays of the speech? Did you see the Republican response? What's your what's your take on that? 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Pfizer coming out with a report that, that the vaccine offers little or no protection against infection in kids 5 to 11. This was reported on NBC News. This isn't like, you know, Breitbart. Oh, it's at Breitbart. Um, I say that because people, you know, as soon as you say something, they discount depending on where you get the information from. Well, this came right from NBC News. And uh, 
two doses of Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine offer almost no protection against coronavirus infection in children 5 to 11, according to the new data posted online, a finding that may have consequences for parents and their vaccinated children. This this was this was I I took notes on this one because it stuck out the, the funniest thing. Oh, I didn't tell you the funniest thing. All right, we're gonna take a break. Couple commercials. When I come back, I'm gonna share with you the funny. I may, I may wait till night there. No, I'm gonna share with you the funniest moment of the State of the Union last night uh, when we return. So let's take a couple uh, commercials. We'll be back. Your calls when we return. This is the Will Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Um, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. So if you have children between the age of 5 and 11 and uh, they received Pfizer vaccine, not going to help them. Um, Not going to help them. And this is is published in NBC News, uh, so hardly a a conservative, a bastion of conservative thinking and truth. Um, But the good news is if your kids have had COVID, they have very powerful and durable resistance to COVID. So if your kids have had COVID, they're in much better shape than if they uh, just got Pfizer vaccine without COVID, which provides little, as again, this this, story says, provides almost no protection against COVID uh, virus infection, according to new data posted online. Mm Mm-hmm. The lar- now, here they go. The large drop in vaccine effectiveness may be uh, due in part to the smaller vaccine dosage given to children 11, uh, 5 to 11, says Dr. Peter Hotez, co-director of the Center for Vaccine Development at Child- Texas Children's Hospital. Um, let's go to the first call here. We're still looking for a first call today sponsor. If you've got a small company, a large company, any, any just want to get this kind of great Acknowledgement, Monday through Friday, first off in the day. This this is a great, great thing for you to do. First call of the day, sponsor. So uh, email me at willmarotti at yahoo.com. willmarotti at yahoo.com. I'd love to send you over to our sales department and work out a great package for you. Let's go to uh, uh, Ralph in South Carolina. Hello, Ralph. Good morning, Pastor. Sunny in morning. 70, so I just thought I'd throw that 70s, <laughs> yeah. The uh, reason I called out the State of the Union address, uh, it was pretty much, I think, a joke, especially when it's talking about the southern border, which is everybody in this country knows we don't have a southern border anymore because of him. Mm-hmm. But another thing that really shows the hypocrisy of these people saying that the Republicans were the party of the rich. Do you realize <laughs> how much money Richard Blumenthal is worth? Well, how much Pelosi. Money? Nancy Pelosi is worth, and how many billionaires have donated yeah. and support the Democratic Party? Yeah. So yeah. when these people are talking about the Republicans being a party of the rich, they live in La La Land. Uh, I think I may be wrong, but I don't think so. I yeah. think the Republican Party has now become the party of working America. And you know what the good news about that, Ralph, is the working Americans are realizing that. The, the, this oh, is this is so. This is the timing of all this is so wonderful because people are really coming on and going, hey, wait a minute. 
I don't think the Democrats care about me. Look, I'm paying five bucks a gallon for gas. I, I went into the store last night to buy some food. I, this is a true story. And, and I'm thinking the bill's going to be, I don't know, 45 you know, maybe maybe top 50 $72. I bought nothing. $72. People are figuring that out, Ralph. And they're saying, you know what? Well, you know, These Democrats don't care about us. No, you've heard about your lying eyes, and, and that's pretty much what it is. And then they take <laughs> off the mask. The mask mandates, Pastor, down here in South Carolina, we haven't had a mask oh, mandate I know, I know. for eons. I wasn't wearing a mask in Florida two years ago. <laughs> and now I, I'm sure you've just heard the news yeah. that Pfizer said that uh, the uh, vaccines for 5 to 12-year-olds yeah, I just are read it. Yeah, I just read it. useless. No, no protection. Almost, almost, almost no protection for kids five to eleven. That's just the way it is, Ralph. Right. It's just the way it is. Hey, Ralph. Thanks for calling. Always uh, send us weather reports when you can. Appreciate it. Thank you. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Today is all caller Wednesday, which means we did not schedule any outside guests. You, listening audience, you are the very much appreciated and welcomed guests to the program. Um, let's go to Southington. Go Blue Knights and Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. You know, I watched a little bit of the speech last night, and as soon as I heard that he was taking all of their yachts in their apartments, I said, oh, my God, Putin's going to withdraw immediately. I think that was the most <laughs> unbelievable thing I've ever heard in my life. And I stopped watching at that point because I was crying and laughing at the same yeah, time. It was just too fun. Did you catch – I'm going to share right now with you, Linda. You have the honor of being the first to hear this. Um, did you hear the part where he was – the little tiny bit he was talking about Ukraine, and he was talking about the strength, and he said the strength of the Iranian people – Uranian. And I'm like, I look at my wife, I go, did he just say Uranian? And I'm thinking, no, nah, it must be me, right? So I, I no sooner go to Twitter, and there's Candace Owens going crazy about Biden just called. He said, who, who are the Uranian people, she said. And I what just, is with the Congress clapping after he said that? No, I don't know. I mean, did I you mean, catch Did you bizarre. catch Chucky Schumer at one point? Chucky was, was up to clap. And then nobody was clapping, and everybody sat down, and he went to sit down, and then he said something, and everybody stood up and clapped. He looked like a deer in the headlights. These are people who should not be running – they should be running bingo organizations, let alone the United States of America. These people need to be retired. We need term limits. Absolutely. I am so for uh, term limits. I mean, these people are just completely – delusional i mean what about the battle nancy pelosi was having with her dentures the poor, <laughs> the poor woman i mean was it dry mouth what was going on with nancy pelosi i mean were they falling out did she not use enough denture cream i don't know what was going on but she, her mouth was all over the place it was oh my gosh I just could not believe the ovation he got when he said he was going to take over their yeah. yachts and their apartments well, I mean, that's that's the progressive way that's what they want to do here i mean come on why isn't he opening the Keystone Pipeline to help Europe, you know, you know to export and to help us? Well, an you know, idiot. anybody that says Biden has no responsibility in this Russian invasion of Ukraine is either naive or not just not thinking it through. Because they just have forget about Trump. I mean, love, hate him. I know how people feel. I voted for him twice. I'd probably vote for him again. Um, the fact of the matter is. Our energy policy in one year by Biden was crippled. If we exactly. were still where we were 
energy-wise under President Trump, this would never have taken place. So and, you want to you want to about- let Biden absolve himself of all responsibility? You're either naive or you're just you're silly. You're not a serious exactly. person. You know, and they said, you know, I, I heard a couple of callers call in and say that, you know, Trump didn't do anything. But he, he faced down North Korea. Yeah, yeah, right. No missiles launching when Trump was president. I think no. there was one. I think there was one missile test in the four years that Trump was president. Linda, thank exactly. you for your call. I appreciate it so much. All right, we're going to take one more quick call, and we got to go to the uh, break for uh, uh, commercial news. Uh, 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 I sound like Joe Biden. Let's go to uh, Mark in Windsor. Hey, Mark. Good morning. When President Trump was in the White House, None of this happened. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's obvious. There's no comparison. None of this happened. And, you know, they're giving him criticism because he um, he he acknowledges Putin for the leader that he is. Mm-hmm. That's just good common sense in war. You recognize the attributes of your opponent. There's no reason to, to go at him like, you know, to, to not think that he's not a smart man. Well, or what's the other expression, Mark? You catch more flies with honey than vinegar, right? Yeah. He's and a negotiator. Point. He's a smart negotiator. Oh, sure. Trump said he was a good leader. Oh, I just, and, people and are naive, results, Mark. They're naive. And the results speak for themselves. We had, we did not have a war. We were not, we, there were no, there was no fighting with Russia, uh, we we were um, energy independent. Yeah, Gas was yeah. approaching below two dollars a gallon. <sighs> Actually, it was below two dollars a gallon. I yeah. still have pictures there, of yes. it. Yes, I took a picture of my cell phone. I've got the picture of it still. Yeah, unbelievable. Then Rashida to leave. She told. She told in her in her reply. She said, "We did what they wanted. We did what they wanted." They went hard at all that ruckus during the yeah, during the yeah. presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. Anything. The tempo was anything positive Trump does is to get negative publicity. Tear it down. Tear it she down. Told it. Constant, constant. Attack. Mark, it, i got to let you go one. for the news. I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for your call. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Have a good day. All right, we're going to take a couple breaks here and then, and then news. And then when we get back, we will talk about the struggle of the Uranian people. Yes, my friends, this is the, the issue of the day, the struggle of the Uranian people when we return. This is Local Radio, The Well Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, everybody. 936 WTIC News Talk 1080. Um, I want to say, uh, give a shout out to my Amen Choir this morning. Gene R, Ron H, Elaine P, Orlando T, Carol J, Michelle F, Cheryl F, and Leanne F. Well, a lot of runs there. Um, so thank you. Uh, if I missed you, I'm sorry I didn't check everything, but um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <clears throat> did you watch the uh, the State of the Union last night? Did you see, uh, did you get to, um, I don't know how to describe it, did you get to, Oh, I don't know. Think about it. Did you see the GOP response? That really was the was the uh, the big thing. Was the, uh, uh, the governor of Iowa, uh, Governor Reynolds, did a great job, uh, and thought she very well and purposely handled that. Um, I mentioned earlier if you're uh, if you're into high school sports and you have particularly a girl 
female, your daughter in high school sports. This is becoming a, a bigger, bigger problem. And of all places, of all places, I would not have expected this in my beautiful home of Wallingford. But apparently, uh, the Board of Education Policy Committee has introduced something that now will be examined by the full board having to do with transgender and nonconforming youth. And I have a copy of the policy here. The purpose of it, uh, you know, they, they quote state and federal law. And, and let me just say, let me say, I'm not in favor of any discrimination, any discrimination. If 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 you're a boy and you and you think you should be a girl, I'm I'm fine. fine. Go. If you're a girl, you think you should be a boy. Fine. But your rights end where others' rights begin. And so if if you're a if you're a boy and you really believe you should be a girl, I'm not gonna argue with you, I'm not gonna try to talk you out of it. I will say gender dysphoria up until just a few years ago was considered a mental illness by the American Psychiatric Association. I'll just say that's just the truth. Look it up. However, having said that, you want to live your life that way, I think you should be free to do it. I think you should be free to not be bullied. You should be free to not be criticized for it. You should be free to live your life. However, however, recognize that you can do anything you would like to do, including hormone therapy, to transition into being or as much of a girl as you can be, although genetically you're always going to be a male, that doesn't mean you have the right to compete against girls, biological girls, in sports. And so this copy of, it's called Copy of Good Practice, goes through all the gender identity, transgender, cisgender, non-conforming gender, gender fluid, gender minority, gender transition, and uh, it goes on. And it, it's, it's, quite, it's quite comprehensive. And you can change your, your, if you want to change your name, if you're 18 or over, you can, or you're not, you your parent thing. Pronouns, you have the right to be called whatever pronoun you want. Uh, now, now we get to gender segregated activities. This is from the Wallingford Board of Education. Uh, this is their a policy they're considering now. This is a policy they're considering. To the extent possible, schools should reflect, uh, reduce, or eliminate the practice of segregating students by gender. Okay. In situations where they are segregated by gender, such as uh, education classes, health education, uh, students should be included for the group that responds to their gender identity. Students, now this is restroom accessibility. Students shall have access to restrooms that correspond to the gender identity consistently asserted at the school. Any student who has a need or desire for increased privacy, regardless of the provided access to a single uh, use a room. However, no student shall be required to use such a bathroom because they are transgender or non-gender conforming. Same language for locker room accessibility. Oh, locker room accessibility. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Physical education classes and intramural sports. Transgender and non-conforming students shall be permitted to participate in all educational classes and intramural sports in a manner consistent with their gender identity. 
in interclassic competitive sports and teams, not transgender and non-transgender performing students shall be permitted to participate in interscholastic athletics in a manner consistent with their gender identity and in compliance with the applicable regulations of the CIAC. Talks about dress code, talks about harassment. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked, I'm stunned, I'm disappointed. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be. But I just didn't think this would crop up in the Wallingford school system, in the town of Wallingford. I didn't think that would happen. I didn't think it would happen. And and I if if <laughs> but this is spreading all through the state. I mean, I don't how do you feel about this? Do you feel that this is a a a good policy? I think this completely discriminates against biological females who compete in sports, who work hard, who practice, who do everything they can to excel and compete in their given sport and then a transgender person comes in and wipes them out we've seen it in track we've seen it in swimming now you know what we haven't seen and i i don't know maybe you can help me enlighten me here what we haven't seen is biological females who believe they should be boys and transition transition into the into their their male identity we don't see them wanting to compete against boys in their sports. Why is that? Hmm. And so this is a policy that's being introduced to the Board of Education in Wallingford, Connecticut. And uh, if you live in Wallingford, I think you should call the Board of Ed right now and just, you know, if you feel like I do, if you feel that this is wrong, this is discriminatory against biological girls particularly it's not an issue the other way you don't see any you don't see any girls transition to boys and want to compete in boy sports male sports you don't see that that's not happening i mean occasionally but i'm just saying not not to the level and not to the degree that we have biological boys transitioning into females and then wanting to compete in female sports and and it, it's fine it's fine this is this is this is I don't know. On, on the heels of that, consider this. And I know these are difficult topics. And I know, for instance, I got so many, so many, I'll, let me put it on the right. Let me say a dozen. I didn't count them. Let me say I got a dozen uh, Instagram messages, Facebook messages, um, some emails, uh, people feeling bad for your host. Uh, because the last two days, some of the unhinged people came out and just was mean, mean-spirited. Oh, we're so sorry. People have commented me, listened, just, you know, have seen them. And, and that's wonderful. And, and I appreciate your your kind words of support. I really do. But I will say this. Most of the people that say, send those things, I, I don't think you're callers. I don't think you're regular calls. So why don't you why don't you call... And voice your support and ver be verbal about it. Let people hear it. Don't just email me. I mean, I mean that's fine. It's like you know when you, oh, people email me how great the show is. Don't tell me about it. Email the station. Tell them about it. it doesn't oh, fine. Oh, I'm so glad you're th you're happy about it. I mean, I, I am truly. But that doesn't that, that if you want to help me, <laughs> send it to the station. 
let 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 TIC hear about it. That right. So if if you're and I again I appreciate I appreciate your kind words, but call and voice them on the radio. But you know why? Because people are afraid. People are chilled. Oh, I don't, you know, not not one one person. Well, not all not all of us want to share our and um. Not all of us want to share, uh, you know, our thoughts on the radio. Not all of us want to. Well, okay. Well, that's why we're in the mess we're in, because not enough people want to stand up and say, biological boys, transition girls, competing female sports is wrong and unfair and prejudiced against females. If we had more people saying that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have the problem, right? So it, it, it's, a little, it's a little frustrating from that standpoint. People make the case that... Uh, you know, again, and I don't want to. I don't want to build up Russia or China, but it, it, it we're we're in a situation where, again, this this is this is not my words. This is Robert Spencer and PJ Media. Woke and stupid. Russian army invades Ukraine. U.S. Army gives mandatory training on gender identity. Let me say it again. Woke and stupid. As Russia invades Ukraine. U.S. Army gives mandatory training on gender identity. Do you think the Russians are training people in gender identity? Do you think the Chinese? Do you think the Koreans are training? North Korea? Are, they're tra- no, they're training their armies how to kill us and how to kill their... their <laughs> but this is, this is how messed up we are. This is how upside down our, our, uh, our, our country... Uh, our country has become uh, 860-522-9842 860-800-966-9842 let's take a break we'll come back we'll get a couple more phone calls today all caller wednesday today no scheduled guests except for you our special guests we'll be right back back to the will Marotti show on wtic news talk 1080 All right, welcome back. Um, let's see here. 800-966-9842, Um Looking for comments. If, if you watched, in fact, the State of the Union, comments for or against uh, supporting or uh, whatever. <laughs> Did you watch the Republican response? Governor Reynolds from Iowa. Love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, are you surprised at all? that um, this report just came out on on NBC News um, that the Pfizer vaccine uh, offers almost no protection against coronavirus infection in kids ages 5 to 11, according to new data posted online. The Pfizer shot still offered some protection against serious illness from covid um, the findings say, but little or no protection from getting the infection. And the fact of the matter is five to 11 year olds don't, even when they get it, it's not bad. So more than 7 million children between the ages of five and 11 have received two doses of vaccine, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Mm-hmm. So, are you surprised by that? I, I, I'm not really. I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in the in the vaccine process. I mean, again, I got vaccinated, but uh, you know, it doesn't mean I have to agree with everything. 
I also had COVID, and I think my my the resistance I have from COVID is far more resistant and durable than than anything I had in the vaccine. And many 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 reports have indicated that, but you don't hear a lot about it. Uh, let me say one thing about masks. This came up yesterday. I I, I went out shopping last night, as I said, and um, I bought a, a a tiny little amount of stuff. And it was seventy two dollars. And I thought to my, you know, you go up and you wonder. I mean, I don't, I don't like add up the stuff. You know, people used to have clickers. You click how much you're going to spend. I mean, that's why I'm not making fun. I just, I don't do it, right? I'm just, I'm just not that organized. So I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, ah, oh, it's like fifty bucks. You know, maybe forty five. You know, something like that. Seventy two dollars. Seventy two dollars. I didn't buy anything. And it was just eggs, butter, um, rolls. A little cold meat. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a little. And I was so small, I used a little. You know, I have the little tiny carts, not instead of the big carts. I used a little tiny cart. I was, yeah. It's not like I bought a, a case of soda. I mean, nothing. So I'm noticing in the store um, a lot less people wearing masks. Um, And just, just a couple weeks ago, like, I was probably the only person I saw in the store without a mask. Everybody was also wearing a mask. And and I got to thinking, I said, I, I hope, I hope that now COVID is is almost in our, well, it is in our rearview mirror. It's fading at this point. That's that's where we're at in Connecticut. There's no more pandemic. It's, it's been over for quite a long time. Um, I, I just hope people don't, you know, because people feel so, I mean, they're so, um, uh, you know, passionate about some of these things. I, I, just, I just hope that people don't start. Like, you know, the thems and us's with the mask thing. And I and I hope people don't start even though I I at times have gotten many dirty looks for not wearing a mask, I hope we don't reciprocate that. So I hope there's no mask shaming now for people, the few people that are still wearing masks. Yeah, I think we should be kind to people and I and I and I think if, if you were you ever mask shamed for not wearing a mask? Were you ever in a store or some environment that they weren't required? Or maybe they were, and you chose not to. I was very compliant through the whole time. If it said wear a mask, I wore a mask. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking for a fight. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But, um, <laughs> but have have you been mask shamed before? Have you have you gone into an environment that uh, it, it didn't say on the door mask required? You just you just didn't didn't wear one. And and then people look. You get the look. You know. You get the, how dare you look. You know. People like or I. Hey, this happened last night. This happened last night. I'm walking around the aisle. I'm at the last. I'm going to get eggs. You know, eggs are usually on one end of the store. Or the other. I'm going to get eggs. I'm walking around the aisle, and there were two people in line at the pharmacy window, and both had their masks pulled down. This, I'm telling you, this happened. This is. I was. I was so fascinated by it. I'm walking around the corner, and I'm closest to. The second woman who's social distancing the person in front of them with her mask pulled down. The person in front of her had the mask pulled down at the counter. person behind the counter not wearing a mask. As I come around the corner, she looks at me without a mask on, and she pulls her mask up. <laughs> like, really? That's kind of weird. I, again, you know, people, people, you know, people are afraid. They don't, you know, again, I, I don't want to. I don't want to make a big deal about it, but I just wonder, have you ever felt that way that you've walked into a store without a mask and you've been mask shamed by looks or people have actually spoken to you and said, you know, put your mask back on. That happened in American County last year. I was flying somewhere and uh, I had just finished a coffee 
as I was waiting for the plane to board, and the boarding was late. And so I just got up to and to ask the, 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 the person at the counter, you know, what's up with the boarding? Are, you know, are we going to be on time? Is the flight going to be delayed? And, and I forgot to put my mask back up after I just had my coffee and my, my glazed donut. The woman behind the counter, and I'll say who, it was an American. I stopped playing American for a while after this. I was so mad. She gets unhinged. She says, you put your mask back on. Just, I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. No, you put your mask back on. You can't come to this counter without a mask on. I'm like, you know, maybe if you would have tried, sir, would you please put your mask back on? I might have a better reaction than I'm having right now. But you didn't handle it well at all, and I'm trying to find out what the status of my flight is. Now, can you tell me, or is, I'm going to have to go with someone else and ask? And after I said that, I put my mask back on, and then she she calmed down. I mean, she was un... Like, I I was carrying the bubonic plague. I was, I was a vast threat to the people in the terminal because I had my mask pulled down in the airport. How, how dare you? <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842, the numbers. All caller Wednesday today. We'd love to talk with you. Uh, Have you ever been mask shamed, either by looks or somebody actually saying something to you? Let's go to Janet in Glastonbury. Hi, Janet. How are you? Hey, uh, Pastor Well, You know what gets me about this mask? China are the people that caused it. Yeah. Now, look who makes the mask. Look who makes the test kits. Yeah, I, know. I just got two test kits. Talk about too little, too late. I got it to ma- mailed to me in a big envelope. I got two test kits. Both both one have two tests. Eye health, COVID nineteen, antigen rapid response. You look around the back of it. What's it say? Made in China. I know. Come on. What do you? Are we that stupid, Janet? Are we really that dumb? I don't know. Apparently. Well, you know what I love about you. You're honest, and you have good common sense. Mm-hmm. Common sense doesn't go in this world anymore. We try, Janet. We try, but you're right. I it's know. A, it's I a try, dying commodity. It's a dying. It's a dying art. The art of practicing common sense while you're thinking and speaking. But it's a dying art. But I want to try to resurrect it as much as possible. Okay, Janet, thank, thank you so you. much. I appreciate it. All right, listen, Carol, hang in out there. Jay, hang in out there. Uh, we got to go to the break. On the other side of news, I promise, Carol and Jay, you're first. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. This is all caller Wednesday. No scheduled guests. You don't have to worry about getting cut off from a guest. You just come on and call. We, Matt's waiting to take your call, and I want to talk to you so badly today here, right here on the Wednesday edition of the Will Marotti Show. We'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 